This is Felicity. And this is Bree of, of RC, RC Fitness. Fitness. And you're listening to Confluence the Lifestyle on Blessed Beats. Stated by various contributors to Bless Beats Radio. Its website and its radio programs are not to be considered as endorsed by A Better Broadcasting Media and A Better Entertainment LLC. Visitors are urged to use their own discernment to draw their own conclusions. We emphasize the importance of keeping an open mind and not construing the data, products, and or services. My time zone when my mind's gone and I'm flying home and I'm stressed out and I'm tempted to get that style phone and go pull it up. But you know what's up and you know that ain't gonna solve nothing. I mean, Lord forbid, I might follow something and I'm all another cuz. To hold me down like bitch straps to the sight ward. It's killing me, but you still with me when I fight hard. And you digging me when I'm eating you. Deal with me when my car's pulled. Could have dealt with me, but you fell for me before I fell for you. Keep me on that right path and the right math. Is you plus nothing's everything. You my everything. Same. Ain't gotta question my allegiance Cause the way you love me, I can never leave I need you By my side, thick and thin Highs and lows, don't let go We gon' ride, we gon' win Don't know how, all I know You, all I ever needed 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 how did I fall in this? No condition that get a mention, but you offer this Unconditional love, I swear I sell it all for this Trying to keep it together, forgive my awkwardness But I'm um, off to this, just you and me off in this Valley of shadows and I know they trying to pick me off in this But all I need is you It's funny just how off I get when I ain't riding with you No adjectives for your awesomeness uh, They burning one for that burnout This life ain't got them all turned out Took time out to put time in So I turn to you when I want out need is you You slow me down cause you know me now With my phony smile and I'm acting like it's all copacetic It's so pathetic, so juvenile you know what you do? You keep me cool in the summer when they be dressing less and I be wanting to show off the stunt. But there ain't nothing to want. You give me all that I need. All I need is you to keep that fire burning for me. All I need is you. By my side, thick and thin, highs and lows, don't let go. We gon' ride, we gon' win. Don't know how. All I you good people happy sunday welcome to confluence the lifestyle where confidence meets influence on blessed beats the inspiration of hip-hop i am your girl charlie mercole 
and you are in the spot, the blessed spot, the place to be right here on Blessed Beats. Happy Sunday to you. I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of Blessed Beats. And it feels good to be back yet again for week three. Thank you for tuning in with me on this hot and humid Sunday. I hope that you are having a hot girl summer, but not making hot girl decisions because God is definitely good. He is better than good. Many of us laid down last night and when it was time to get up this morning, guess what? Some people did not get up. So that's enough just to say thank you. Sometimes we take the small things for granted. We take the... Um, the minute thing, we get caught up in the minutia, but it's not the minutia, it is the miracles. And today we are on this side of the earth that lets us know that we are truly blessed. So instead of complaining, we're gonna start saying thank you. Thank you for turning into Confluence, where we are a community, building a community of women that want to make an impact and make a difference in their community. I'm so excited. I have some guests in the house today. I've been waiting, I've been waiting, I've been waiting, I've been waiting for these people. Everybody say hello. Hello. Hey. So I have some guests in the house. I have the transformation guru himself in here ready to tell us how and he how he does it. I mean, he has made women lose like... Wait, how many pounds? How many pounds, Reggie? Uh, we're looking at about over 10,000 plus pounds right now. Over 10,000 plus pounds. So we are going to uh, talk to him, and he's going to talk about his secrets to his success. No, he's not going to really talk about the secrets to success because secrets are sold and never told. If you want to get part of it, you got to pay for it. Hello, somebody. <laughs> Hello, somebody. Hello. Yes. But we are here ready to uh, talk, and we're going to come back with a good old, is it a sin or is it a trend? Because there's a lot of things going on in the world, a lot of things going on in the world that we are trying to, like, make sense of it. But sometimes it's just hard to make sense of it, right? We like, okay, yeah. We are trying to understand, like, why the world is so upside down. Like, why is it that not more people want to take a stand for what's right? So, I mean, hey, <laughs> I'm ready to talk about it. I'm ready for you to be about it. And I'm ready for you to walk away with something that can make your life a little bit sweeter, a little bit better. Because that's what it's all about. Lifting as we climb to connect a community of men and women. Not necessarily just always women because sometimes you got a man in the midst that can make a whole big difference. So thank you so much Reggie for all that you do. I know sometimes you know people don't feel appreciated but listen I'm not one of your clients but when I look at them women melting. Y'all be melting it's melting honey. melting and when I look at him and I see what he's doing I say oh my god he's doing amazing work with women in Houston to the point I went to your birthday party right and when I went to your birthday party, I was able to actually meet you, and I uploaded your story, and everybody was like, I wish it was in Dallas. I wish it was in San Antonio. So he's here. He is not in Dallas nor San Antonio. He's right here in Houston making a difference, and we greatly appreciate him. So you stay tuned, and we'll see you after Donna Lawrence healed here on Confluence on Blessed Beats, the inspiration of hip-hop. Thank you. 
been restored. D. Lawrence coming at you. Get up. Come on, y'all. Let's sing this song. Ah. Got a story to tell yeah. about some things that I've been through, but I'm here. Yo, I'm here. Oh, I'm here. I like that. Had some ups, had some downs. Oh, you only knew. Stand before you. Oh, uh, uh. I stand here. Thank you, Lord. I'm healed. Yeah. Oh, say it, y'all. God touched me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he set my soul. Anybody free like me? Anybody mend? But I'm here. Still got some circumstances. I'm still here. But I'm still here.
Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. I have the opportunity. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Lord, I have Reggie in the building and we are getting ready to talk about is it a sin or is it a trend? So, everybody, say what's up. Let's go around and meet everybody. Can you hear me? Hi, um, I'm Bree of Reggie C. Hi, I'm Felicity of Reggie C Fitness. I am Reggie of Reggie C RC Fitness. Yes, Reggie, Reggie. So, you know, everybody wants to lose weight right now. We got, you know, everybody talking about, you know, I don't need a body transformation. I need to look good. I need to feel good. I need this. So let's talk about sand or trend. You ready? I'm ready. All right. So, you have so many people that want to lose weight so bad. Seeing a trend going under the knife to get it right. I like that. Going under the knife to get it right. Is that a sin or is it a trend? I, I wouldn't say it's a trend because it's actually something that's been going on for, since the Stone Age, you know, from our parents' generation and probably generations before for the few people who can afford it. But now I definitely would say it's becoming more prevalent, you know, and um, it's because people aren't being educated on mm -hmm. probably how to achieve, you know, their, uh, their goals, you know, and kind of giving these false hopes through other avenues, you know, whether it be maybe social media or the community that they were, what they're in, you know, so I think yeah, like I said, it's it's definitely not a trend, so I get, I'm going to have to go with the sin on this part if we have to choose one. Mm, he said he going to go with the sin. Well, what you think, Bree? For me, um, for me, you have to exhaust all options. You know what I mean? As far as um, what you're able to do. And so I just think sometimes we get just a little exhausted in even seeking the knowledge that's right there at our fingertips. Mm. Um and we just turn to those sins. Um, and I mean, you know, surgery or whatever can go under, under the knife can go into so many categories. Um, and some people it may be necessary for where they are as far as like they're immobile or by this time they went so far, you know? So um, I don't know. Um, for me, I just feel like there's so, you, there, you can do so much more within yourself in, in this physical body. Um, before you have to go that route. Yeah, yeah, because our body is a temple. And I think a lot of people don't understand what they do. This is a funny story because, you know, this is blessed beats. I always tell people it's a blessing and a blessed beats. Got to be a blessing somewhere in the blessed beats. So <laughs> this morning, the pastor said, you know, she went, uh, it was a funny story. And he said, um, lady went to the doctor and she said, uh, you know, Lord, I want to live a long time. He said, granted. Right. You can have it. So she decided to go and, you know, get cut, get augmentation, get rearranged, right. get some new eyes, you know, okay. you know, get some new hair, bleached it uh, blonde. And then, you know, she walked outside and got hit by a car. So she made it to the pearly gates and she said, Lord, I thought you said you was going to let me live a long time. And he said, I didn't recognize you. Wow. <laughs> wow. I didn't recognize you because sometimes we move so fast with wanting this transformation wow. that sometimes people cannot recognize. So, yeah, so seeing the trend, do you think it's the seeing the trend? I'm going to say it's a sin because you have so many other options that you could go through before deciding to have this surgery. And then why not make it more rewarding than anything? Shortcuts don't do anything for you. When you actually work for something and you achieve it, that's an accomplishment for yourself. Yes. So going under the knife, that's a shortcut to getting to where you want it to be. But is, is it as rewarding as if I actually went and I worked for it and I built it and I was able to do this on my own and say that, hey, I did this and I did it on my own and I did it for me. It's so much more rewarding at the end of the day. Cool. So my other Santa train, <laughs> right? So I used to love buffets back in the day, right? I used to love them. Then I like pile my plate up 
only to realize that I couldn't eat it all. Seeing a trend, overeating. I absolutely think now that is a sin. It really is a and sin. And we don't categorize it as, as that. Mm-hmm. And I think that's, we don't categorize ourselves as even something as a priority. And it is a sin. I mean, on all, you have to see it as such. And for somehow we've made that part of us like overindulging. Um, I don't know. We make it this almost like not, not, not thing. And it's very, it's heavier than we put it. Like you said, the body's the temple. If, if we are, um, enhancing our temple, if we are, uh, growing our temple. I definitely think it's a sin to overindulge. Um, cause I, I think we're beating what God beating up what God has given us. Yeah, 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 yeah. Most definitely. I always say too much of anything is never good. (laughs) Too much, too much of anything, too much food, too much drinking, too much, whatever you overindulge in, too much of anything is never good for you. Um, What you think? I'm definitely going to agree with Bree. It's definitely a sin, you know, overeating. We have this mindset of because it's there, we have to have it. And it's one of those things where you have to learn um, portion control is one of the most major things that anyone needs to remember. You can go to a buffet, you can enjoy yourself, but don't feel like because it's all there, I have to have it. It's one of those things where pick what you really want and have that and eat until you're, you're satisfied, not until you're hunched over, stuffed, and you can't move for 10 minutes because you didn't ate everything in sight. You really just have to, you have to be mindful when you go into it. Like, okay, yes, I'm here. Yes, everything looks delicious, but I need, I know this is what I'm coming in for. You know, I may want this piece of chicken. I may want these ma- this macaroni, but just because these mashed potatoes are over here and they look delicious does not mean I have to have it. Mm. Because everything you said is my weakness. <laughs> Lord, I love fried chicken. And I love fried fish. <laughs> and I love um, mashed potatoes. I love gravy. Listen, I can't lose weight because of my food. I'm going to be 100% honest because now I'm over 40. Shout out to the Look Good Ministry. Look Good Ministry. Okay. But like, you look like you 28. Yes, honey, I will take it. But, you know, part of my problem why I can't lose weight is food. Food has been my friend. My story is very... No, it's not very unique. It's very. It's the average little girl mm, story yes. growing up in the hood. And so food became my friend. Food didn't talk back to me. Food never whooped me. <laughs> yep. Food told me it loved me back. And so I got to be real with it. It is by the grace of God that I'm not actually 400 pounds rolled over, you know, uh, pushed. You know how some people need that push start. Bless <laughs> their heart. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Touch me, Father, right now in the mighty matchless name of Jesus. But... <laughs> But yes, it is by the grace of God that honestly, I have not been consumed because food has been my friend. It's been my safe place, my safe haven. So, seeing a trend. So, and this goes back to, right, making it a safe haven. Then we're also neglecting the power of mm-hmm. even our God. Mm, come on, you, put the blessing in it. You, you are. And then also, and it's a faith thing. You know, if you believe in him that he will nur- nurture you, that he will take care of all your needs, your desires. I mean, even mm. if that feeling is still, but the thing you said was coping. We, li- we live in a, a society, we don't know how to cope anymore. So we're, you know, food is one of the biggest destructive things as far as coping that we now see a trend on. But, you know, we've seen cutting, we've seen all these things, but I think that food is something that spans across all age groups, all uh, socioeconomic yes. um, groups, you know, it don't matter. But food is something I definitely think has turned into a coping me- mechanism, and that's, I, and I think it makes food... Cause we, we then we start categorizing good or bad food. Should I, I eat this because I, I should get rewarded with food? We put in the wrong. Yeah, we do. We put it. we were yeah. What we're seeking is something that's bigger. Ooh. You gotta fill that void. It's not food. It's not friends. It's 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 him. It's, it's that. Come on. God, he come, don't feel that. Come on, come on. Put and the blessing we, on we it. Put a blessing on it. We don't see food as such. We are vessels, and we have to and we have to be vessels to others. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm nothing. If I can't be a blessing to others, mm-hmm. I'm nothing. This this journey means nothing if I can't use yes. it, be be a, a, a 
of serving a, a servant leader in the in this journey. Yeah. But that coping thing is a big thing, and we use food. And the thing about it, we make something that should be great so harmful. Mm -hmm. So harmful. So because harmful. we need it, right? We need it. And he, because he actually gave it to us. He gave, he gave it to us. But again, stewardship. stewardship. He was trying to make us a steward over. Listen, listen. I tell people I act a fool all the time. <laughs> but I, what I know is the word. I came up with a, a word today called word it up. Right? Because I have been in the church so long since 730 this morning. I am worded up. <laughs> okay? Word up. I, I'm so worded up. up. I'm overfilled. Come okay? on, Flo. Come on. <laughs> the portion of the right stuff, the rainbow. Come on, come on. Listen, we got the deaconess team up in our house. We got the transformation ministry and yes. the deaconess team up in our house. Yes, God. So, the thing is, 70% of the U.S. is overweight. Right? And the thing is, a lot of us, we kind of go along to get along. You, you feel what I'm saying? When we go to the doctor, because the doctors came, I got a clogged artery. Mm -hmm. Dr. Cameron, you need to leave 30 pounds. I look in the mirror, I say, doctor, I need to lose 30 pounds. <laughs> doctor, I look good. Doctor, mm -hmm. you didn't know, doctor? But the reality is, some of us, the reason why it's hard mm -hmm. is because it's all in the mind. That mm -hmm. huh? It's all in the mind. So I want you to tell people your story right quick, Bree. Hey, um, and it's so funny you kind of segue from what you were talking about because mm -hmm. I was at the doctor and I, I think in my head I was so used to going back and forth the black culture, you know, and I and it was so normal to me for me to get come in and see my family and they go girl You didn't got bigger and I'm like, oh, okay, girl, you got smaller. You cute You know, we put so much on our physical, you know, we started critiquing ourselves as in young age as far as you know, you didn't got heavy, you didn't got you didn't did this, you didn't did. This. But we also reward. We've been rewarding our community by food. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm gonna cook your favorite food. You mm -hmm. know. And then so food becomes it becomes confusing. And then you say, well, if you you know, I've been told, well, if you lose weight, I'll get you them the new pair of pants, and we'll go shopping then. But think about me as a ten year old who don't have any tools to figure out how to lose weight. Ooh. And then. Then all this gets tied. Then it becomes normal. Then it's become the everyday. And so you don't even see a problem when you hit 300 pounds. Mm. You know? Because now nobody's critiquing you. They don't have the tools to help you. And now it's serious. And that's where, you know, and that's where I was. It was serious. You know, I had went to school, did all this great stuff. But like you said, I had a void and I was coping. Mm, that void, that void will kill you. It will kill you because you're chasing. It was going to. Yeah, you're chasing. You're chasing something that you really can't find. Can't find it until you surrender whatever it is you're wrestling with. Come on, somebody, until you surrender what you're wrestling with, it's gonna continue to chase you. You really ain't got to chase it because it's going to chase, chase you because it knows your weakness. It it's like, hey, friend. And we don't put food as one of those things. We don't. But the enemy knows you and he knows your weakness. He knows your weakness. Mine is men and food. Hello. Come on. Man, <laughs> Come listen. Man, listen. Come on. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. The potion of destruction. <laughs> food and men. All right. And um, so... I came to a point, and like I said, it was even childhood, so it was back and forth, you know. Like I said, I didn't feel like I had the tools. Didn't even realize I had a void, so I realized my only emotion was happiness. So, Brie, like say a lot of people say, Brie, you walk around happy. And now I'm more aware of what happy means. It means, like, you don't have to throw all your issues on people. Sometimes people just need you to be there, to be a vessel. But before, happiness was definitely covering. Mm. It was my way of, uh, I wasn't insecure. I, I, I could never say that I felt, I felt whole. As far as I felt love, I had a father that loved me, had a mother. Like, we had everything that was necessary. Mm -hmm. Talk about it. Yeah, you know, I had everything that was necessary. But, you know, there were some things going on at home that I be that became normal for me. Mm -hmm. And I mean, even to this day, it's something I've learned to say, you know, God will cover that person. You know, when, they, when God fully gives it to them, oh, that gives, you know, when they surrender, then, you know, They'll be, they'll be fine. God is that powerful because he covered me. Mm. So I, I had to relinquish that. And so that's something that's still going on. But that was a big part of the journey. I had to let go and let God. Mm. But then I realized, you know, I was seeking all these things, higher education. Oh, I need to make sure I look like I have this. And the resume mm. was getting thick. And I, I knew I never wanted to be this working person. 
because I desire family and love and friends and helping other people, not being time consumed by somebody else. You better talk about it. You know it. what I'm saying? Like you have to make sure that you are growing um, as well. You know, and um, so I, I found myself about at the highest 300 pounds, and I did not register that in my head. I said the scale was broke, mm. but I walked in the registry at 287. Ooh. I was 26. It was my 26, 27th birthday. It was five days before. Um, I had everything, quote unquote. Mm -hmm. And we need to stop that. We make this is this is perfect. This is what you, you strive for. In Houston, everybody got what I had. Mm -hmm. Oh, degree woman, you got a master's. That's normal. You got this, you got that, but you're not happy. You're not happy. Or you walking around happy. And then uh, I realized when the doctor said, uh, I had never seen this, my paperwork. I went in for like a respiratory infection or something. Something simple, you know, these kids then gave me. And it said morbid obesity was my active condition. I said, mm. how you got so much control of everything else and what matters the most or you, you have no control of or you think you did. Mm. But if we, I said, I pray to God about, you know, walking me through the other parts of my life, the other career endeavors or friends or whatever it may be to help me there or to, you know, Lord, help me. You know, I'll surrender those things, but I had never just surrendered my, my temple. Ooh. You know, I was like, my temple, but I remember saying to myself, um, if this be right, the, the, the right path to go, because my cousin knew a guy who was transforming people, and I had a friend that had had a huge transformation. I said, God, is is you if these are the same person, if this is the same place? And literally, it was the same place. Um, Reggie was transforming women, and my friend had been transformed by Reggie. I said, look at God. Look at God. So I'm giving you this opportunity where you take it. And I said, Lord, I'm, I've never been so serious about or radical about getting it right. That, you, hit, you hit the word. I was radical. Radical. Because sometimes in order to make the shift, <laughs> you got to be so radical. Like people think you crazy. Radical. I was crazy. <laughs> like people think you're going crazy. Like, you know, what is she doing? You know, yes. girl, you, she bringing her lunch to work. She ain't going to eat with that? us. You don't get you, you show out. You don't no show. You don't do because you got to change your environment. You got to change the way that you think. It's a mindset shift. And if you don't shift your mind, guess what? I know. I know y'all have seen people coming to the cycle. studio. It's a cycle. You it's a vicious cycle vicious. that will continue to eat at you because you know you know that you're not doing what it is needed of you. Seriously. Seriously. It so, serious. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Listen, Reggie got these cameras going. But, you know, I, I know that he sees the women that come in there and they're like, you know, Reggie, I really want to lose. And they're in tears. And, oh, my God, I want to lose weight so bad. But, see, I'm a slave to my hair. I, I, yes. know, I know all my issues. I know my limitations. And I know my ailments. I got a sciatic nerve. Don't make me get on the ground because you're going to have to call them. You know, an ambulance to get me on up right but you have some people who really don't have ailments their mind is, is the ailment, ailment. Wow. so what do you think reggie why do you think they come in there with those tears and they're like oh my god i think you know for a lot of ladies i recognize over the years who come through our doors many of them come to that breaking point you know and that breaking point is like it's it's like I have to do this. Like it's no other choice. You know, mm -hmm. they, a lot of women, you know, put it off. You know, for whether it be personal, professional reasons. When I say personal, I mean like family, um, significant others, children, taking care of you know um, their elders, like their mothers and fathers, and then also professional reasons. You know, pursuing their career goals. You know, and things of that nature. And then once you know they've done so much for everyone else, they or they're at that point. They hit that breaking point. They're like, you know what? I, I, can't, I, got, I can't put myself off any longer. You mm -hmm. know, I have to invest in myself as much as I've invested in those other people. And, okay. Because and, it is an investment. It's a, it's, you know, it, it's a car note. You know, but you know what the, the therapist last week said? People spend money on what they want to spend money on. And when she said, she said, you'll buy your new pair of Jordans. Absolutely. You'll buy those Louboutins that you've been eyeing in the Galleria, hoping that Louboutin goes on sale, but he doesn't. Let me shout out to like the real name brands. They don't go on sale. So like Louis does not go on sale. You know, so when Reggie runs a sale, that's a blessing because he got a service. 
you, you know me. He has a service, and if they say, "Hey, I'm running a special," because when you know that your product and the results are good, let me tell you about Louis Vuitton. He's never gonna put a sale on. Mm. So you just gone and <laughs> hello. So they like, is this the discount? Yeah, that's the discount. The discount for your life. The discount to save your life. You know what I mean? And so you know what it is. And you know what it ain't. And so don't come up in here with the foolishness. You want it or you don't. You, the thing is with life, we got to stop acting like it's gray. Like life is really black and white. We make it gray to make it comfortable for ourselves. You know what I'm saying? So listen, listen, I'm giving some real stuff today. You are. Reggie, I really want to know your story. Tell us your story. How did you come into this? Well, you know, I, was, I say I was blessed. I was blessed to come into this because actually at the point in time where I made a decision that I wanted to change lives, I was also changing, trying to end up at the point of changing my life mm -hmm. first, because um, I was, I would say somewhat overweight from my height and my stature. And I knew that, you know, it was, I, I knew it was my, it was my breaking point. Like I said, I had went on a trip and I saw that, you know, somebody took a picture of me. It was crazy. This is the time one of those uh, workouts, like, you know, insan Insanity Tybo came out. Oh, yeah, so me and my good era. friend, <laughs> right before we went to Miami, we were, you know, like we had 30 days to get ready for Miami. And we were like, man, we're going to hit this Insanity and Tybo and hard. And, you know, so we could be looking good on the beach. So we hit it hard, you know, and I'm thinking, I'm feeling good. You know, we sore, you know, you're sweating you, every day. Then we get to Miami. Somebody took that picture of me. I looked at that picture. I said, nah, this ain't me. <laughs> I said, I, I, I said, I look a whole lot better than this. And, you know, from that point, that was actually a learning experience because um, from that initial point, before I even thought that I was going to be at the point of being a trainer, it was more so like I didn't have the tools and the knowledge and the foundation to be able to change my life holistically in regards to em empowering myself, not just physically, but in, in all aspects, spiritually, emotionally, and mentally. And when I, after that occurrence, you know, I, I, I thought about it and I was like, you know what, I want to change myself holistically first. And then once I do that, you know, I want to show the world how much changing yourself in this manner can improve your life in all manners. And that's what I saw with myself first, basically after I transformed myself, how much more confident I became, you know, how much more mm, You said you started with yourself, I third. started with myself. And see, a lot of people don't realize it starts with yourself. Stop trying to transform me. You know, like, I know we're talking about laying aside every weight, right, that's so easily beset you. That's out of the word. That's the word. Like, it besets you, not your wife, not your husband, not your best friend, not your homegirl, that so easily beset you so you started with you before you even begin to work on anybody else and i think that's where everybody missed the boat they missed the boat because they trying to start with somebody and I, I, you know one thing i can't stand is like even when i go to a stylist and i walk in and your hair not done uh ma'am mm, you say you finna transform me have you transformed yourself girl that it's a big deal because you are your walking billboard. So shout out to you. Woo, 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 woo. Thank you. So yeah, like I said, that was my story. And then after I transformed myself, you know, it's back when before Instagram really started popping and Facebook was more prevalent. And I just put out, you know, my transformation picture, garnered some attention, like how you know most people do, and people, friends start asking me for advice and then you know it's crazy the uh young lady who the first young lady who reached out to me when i was actually working in the wedding industry she reached out to me she saw my transformation and she worked in the wedding industry too and she was like hey you know i need some help you know i saw what you did and i was like okay well i'm letting you know you you would be my first client and basically you know um you're gonna be like my test bunny i call my test bunnies i don't uh -huh. like test dummy so test bunny because I, I was about to, i'm about to make you know make you where you want to be and what's crazy that that young lady at the time you know she was able to lose you know between the time she started working on herself and with me like close to 100 pounds wow and she was first, first female client and that person in that at that time was she had all the faith in me, invested in me when I had nothing. I was training her out of my garage in my apartment. Wow. And, and in parks and sneaking her into my job gym. And, you know, it's crazy that that young lady ended up being my wife. 
you know, oh, uh, five years later. So, so I, I got to, you know, definitely. But what just using that references, you know, why people always ask me, why do you train women? Why do you only train women? And I said, you know, uh, nothing against the men, but women, you know, they listen very well. Uh-huh. And when you give them the instructions, they'll follow it to a T. And if you seem like you know what you're doing, they'll follow you into the trenches. Yes, Lord. No we will. We'll, we will follow you to the trenches. We'll follow you to the moon. We'll follow you down to your mama house. We'll follow you to the Roach Motel, the two for ten. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, them days for me is over. That's all. That's, thank you, Lord, for change. Thank you, Lord, for change, man. So, you know, just with that being said, we were able to, um, people saw her transformation after saw mine, and it just kind of blew up. That's why I had these two amazing young ladies here and the hundreds, almost thousands probably, of women who walked through our doors, you know, over the last five years, six years. So Six years and 10,000 pounds. Yes, but probably more. We have probably more because I know, I know for a fact you've transformed at least, I'm going to say, a good five of my friends. I, you know, a good five. I won't say their name on there because, you know, you said my name, you know, whatever, girl. But, you know, I know some people that still go into your program because of what you could do. Like, that's why I say you're a walking billboard. You are a walking temple, right? Because we are mind, body, and spirit. And all three must work together and for the transformation to happen. All three, not one, not two, but all three must be in line. So, Reggie, when you get up there and get to speaking for your first intro class, tell them, mind, body, and spirit. And if they have not adopted all three, hello, somebody. It ain't going to work. You know, that's why I did Lecrae, All I Need Is You, because all you really need is you, and that's why I played Donna Lawrence Hill, because once you get healed in your mind, everything else will come on. Yeah, come on, so let's talk about it. Um, what are some um, mind, sh- mind shift sets that people need to do in order for this to happen? Um, so I tell a lot of the clients daily, um, and even when they come in for consultations, Uh, just to find out about the gym and when they get ready to sign up, I let them know the first thing you have to do is let go of people who are not going to have the same vision that you're going into. This lifestyle that you're and this journey you're about to go through, you cannot go into it with people who do not have the same mindset. Mm. You have to let go of those friends that when you know that you need to be at the gym doing cardio, when you need to be here doing your training, and you have that friend that's like, hey, friend, come on, let's go to happy hour. Or, hey, friend, it's okay. You know, you can have this today and you can work it off tomorrow. It's not about Mm-mm. me trying to work Mm-mm. off Let me I've tell you, done. I had a pack of M&M's. Somebody told me that <laughs> a pack of M&M's would be equivalent to running a football field two times. So me going to happy hour with you will set me, me back. back. And I, Because I don't want to run a football field. A pack of M&M's. You understand what I'm saying? So I know if I go to happy hour, right? I know I'm going to have chips, salsa, cheese, meat. <laughs> Everything. <laughs> Not just the lime, but the juice and the tequila. And so you telling me, okay, if one pack of M&M's will cost me two runs down a football field, I mean, I'm going to have to run for seven hours just to get a happy hour. Alpha me. me. You know what I mean? Like, you got to start thinking, shifting that mindset. Because when I stop eating M&M's for that reason, right there. Now, do I eat some candy? I do. (laughs) But when somebody said to me, two runs on a football field just for a pack. Oh, Jesus Christ. Help me, Lord, today. I don't got that energy. So, you know, it that, that made me say, oh, no to that. No to yes. that. Yes. So, you have, to, you have to change the people around you. You have to change your environment because it won't work. When I first started this journey, I thought I could go into this journey and keep that, those same friends. I could keep that same mindset and I would be mm-hmm. able to have that transformation. And, you know, I tell people all the time, and I'm very transparent about my journey. When I first started with Reggie, I came in, you know, I did my training days. But when I left, I wasn't doing anything outside of it to make sure that Mm. I was maintaining or that I was actually working towards losing, you know, the weight that I came to lose. You know, I would come in, I would do my two days as a Whataburger right around the corner from the studio. 
I was rewarding myself right after a workout. And I'm like, what, if, what am I rewarding myself for? Because I, ain't, I have not done anything. I have not lost anything. I don't deserve this reward. So finally, it took Reggie pulling me to the side being like, are you ready to get serious? Oh, Reggie, that's that person I was talking about right there. <laughs> that's that person I was talking about. Yeah, that's my cousin. She even got to my church, right? <laughs> but yeah, because you're wondering, you know, like some people say, oh, you got a little weight loss. But then you see your sister next to you, again, who's melting like the, you know, the evil witch from, you know, I'm <laughs> they're melting away before your very eyes and you're like and at this age right because right now my metabolism is different so i can't when i was 20 i used to go in the gym for 20 minutes two times a week and i was ready for miami right <laughs> ready like oh my god ready but then at 40 girl i got to start like at um January for <laughs> June, you know what I'm saying? I gotta start. Yeah, but big. It's a big, big shift because I'm still rewarding myself mm -hmm. with that extra, and and because nobody's in my house and nobody's in my kitchen, yep. while I'm adding that extra. Oh, it's just a little bit, and a little bit of, and a little bit, and then so it's like, oh, I get back to the gym. Like you ready? Mm -hmm. You serious? But because it's at this point, it's eighty percent of what mm -hmm. we put in our mouth. It's, that's what it, again, it's the temple. Definitely. It's the temple. Okay, keep going. <laughs> so um, once he finally, he came to me, he was like, hey, are you ready to be serious? Like, are you ready to take this journey seriously? And I had to sit back and, because at first I was like, what you mean? I'm here. Like, I'm doing the workouts. I'm serious. But I had to sit down and I had to, you know, think to myself, no, you're not taking this seriously. Right now you're just giving away money. Mm. You're just giving him your money. You're donating to somebody's fund mm. because... You, you've come in here, you've done this program for three months, and you have not lost a pound. Mm. So once I decided, yes, I'm ready to take this seriously, I'm ready to transform, and, you know, I sat down with Reggie, I told him what my goals were, and I tell ladies all the time, you never sit down, you never tell Reggie what your goals are, because he, are, he is going to hold you to these goals. But that's love. Love it is, is accountability. True. True I think we need to say, yes. hey, to somebody out there listening, I need y'all to understand that love is accountability. And so if you have somebody that's behind you, you say, well, what's your goal, right? If I mm -hmm. say that my goal... If, if it's money, if I say my goal is to have a college fund. So I, if I go to Ross or Marshalls and if my friend says, hey, I thought you said you wanted to get your son to college, you'll never get there, right? So love is accountability because if you say I'm going to give myself a goal, mm -hmm. you need to stick to it. You got what? No, it's not a, not a need to. It's a got to. Because yes. you gave yourself that. And so love is accountable. So shout out again. <laughs> to Reggie C over here making you know people be accountable for what they say what they said what they he say, didn't say yeah. he what didn't I, say yes. yeah, it was definitely what it. I wanted because every time I stepped in that gym and I may have felt tired or I may not have wanted to do something he was always right there to be like well I thought you had this goal or we got this goal for this week mm. how far are you um, with maintaining it or getting to it um, you know, it was just one of those things where you had to sit back and be like, okay, I don't want to let him down, but I also don't want to let myself down even more. Mm. And each time we set a goal and I was able to hit those goals, it was one of those things where it was like, this is so much more rewarding at the end of the day. Mm. You know, when Reggie did his very first video shoot, I was there, um, just to do makeup and help out. And I told myself, and I told him at the same time, I said, Reggie, the next video shoot you, you do, I'm going to be in that video shoot. Mm. And at the time, we didn't know when that video shoot was going to take place. I just knew that I was going to do it. And when it came time, um, he, he started, I believe it was in that February, it was a 60-day prep. Mm. And he was like, you ready for it? And I was like, I don't know what I got myself into. I don't even know why I told him I was going to do this. <laughs> but I was like, yes, I'm ready. We're going to do this. That's how it was and at his birthday at the end of that shoot, <laughs> just to see the transformation that, you know, first starting off with my mind, like I'm devoting myself to him for 60 days. So mentally I was like, oh, I don't know what I've gotten myself into. But, you know, spiritually I prayed about it. I knew mm. this is something that I'll have to do to become a better me. So mentally and spiritually, I went into it and I was like, you know, this next 60 days, I'm giving it my all. And the transformation that I 
blew myself out the water mm. with the transformation that I, I think did. When you hold yourself when accountable, you, hold yourself you, accountable make, you blow your own mind. <laughs> blow your own mind, like, man. I literally, that last, that day we did the shoot and I'm just standing there looking in the mirror and I'm he sends, us, sends you your before pictures and you looking at your before picture and you looking at yourself like, is this me? Like, yes. am I me right now looking at myself in the mirror? So it was just one of those things where it was like, this is amazing. And this is that is one reason why I have never left him. Like, I've been with Reggie for five years. Wow. And I see myself being with Reggie for 100 more years. Man, you got some rockers, man. You rocking with the best. <laughs> it's one of those things. Where rocking it's like, with the best, man. You can't. When oh, like we got tears. Mind. We got tears. We got real tears. Because it's testimony. You it know, is. with tears behind tears, for every tear you cry, it's a, a story you've overcome for your testimony. And because, you know, I'm a thick girl. I tell people I'm cute in the face, thick in the waist. Listen. And like we thick and healthy, thick and fine. And I have been over 200 pounds myself. And I, you know, again, I know my limitations and my, my, my financial situation is a limitation. So, right, that's why I ain't been. But, you know, when you you find what it is mm -hmm. and you get your stride baby it ain't nothing like finding your stride and when you hit you get in the mirror and you see yourself and you say i did it i did it. and then you say god you did it you, we, did it we did it together because you know when you want something so bad you really can't mm -hmm. do it by yourself and that's one thing I like about the community that y'all have because y'all support a each other so let's talk about the community right quick y'all we've been talking for like 40 minutes <laughs> I mean it's, it's we go listen y'all y'all better talk to us today like y'all better talk to us today listen y'all have a community and it's like y'all are like a sorority you know like y'all are y'all like hey what you say about myself Right. Yeah, come on, come on, you know, because I came to the birthday party. Oh. I came to see, you know, uh, 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 Reggie C. Fitness to see what the hype was all about. And, baby, I looked, you know, as a reporter, because I, I'm, I'm always on the scene to report. I got to, like, you know, I could tell you all the little odds <laughs> and ends that happened. But I saw how y'all were, most of all, a community that supported each other through this process because it's tough. Let's talk about the community for a minute. Uh, let's just say, uh, it's so funny, I'm so emotional now, and you really couldn't catch me crying. Like like I said, I had one emotion, it's happy. Um, and that was real, like, it was just happy. Don't show no emotion or anything, so I don't think a lot of people know that. You wouldn't just catch me crying, like, no, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I'm good. I'm good, I gotta be good for everybody else. But um, the community, the thing about it is, I feel like at some points in your life, you feel like you can be self-motivated. But just sometimes when you get a little older, you go through some things, you realize even that's how God works, he, he's communal in his ways. If you think about the ways of doing things, you put everything in one pile and everybody gets some. Mm -hmm. um, but here's the thing people don't realize, like Felicity was actually there when my journey started. So she was <laughs> coaching me and I had my own coach, a 21 day coach as well, um, who was amazing. But Felicity filtrated my journey. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So. Um, and just to think that somebody, you know, I haven't, I haven't sat back and just said, thank you there. I don't know if I've said it. And I don't know why now it's bringing up so much emotion, but I can actually mm. feel it now. In the moment, I was just going, but I can feel it. This year is like my year of feeling it and like appreciating it. It went so fast. God said, I got to do it fast for you. And mm. he had people to uplift me to be, be there because there was more opportunities. So where I became part of it, the community, it, it was it's favor because it was supposed to happen like that. You don't lose weight like that and need to turn around and help somebody else. Because mm, that's your journey. That's mm -hmm. my journey. That's your journey. He had a journey and he had a story just for you because you're going to meet one girl who went into a hospital and on her paperwork, she's going to read morbidly obese and she gonna walk in the registry fitness because she ain't gonna know which way to turn and you gonna walk in with your smile your infectious spirit mm -hmm. i remember you like nobody's business when you came in and they said she's a teacher right and i was like oh, okay most teachers we are but when i saw your right while you was directing <laughs> us you know i said y'all yeah she a teacher but you got your infectious spirit People are going to be drawn to you because of your testimony. And it's your, in, within your mess that he is going to bless somebody else because you are made to be the blessing. You were designed for the blessing to pass it on, sis. And you know what? That's okay. I'm glad to see your tears because you know what confluence means? 
you are confident doing influential things. And so sometimes when you're confident, you're walking into this favor, you're walking into this space. It's a lot, right? It's a lot. People looking up at you, people looking to you, people like, what you looking at me for? That's what But that's your humility, that though, sis. I'm not worthy to do this. All I was, I was overweight. That's all I was. I, mm. did, I, I, I feel like I, I beat up my temple, and then God gives me a journey to help somebody. So the community, back to this, mm-hmm. but the community at Reggie C, I wouldn't have made it without them. Mm. I feel like I, I, I'm power. Like I said, I had those things that I could do by my own, by myself, quote unquote. It was always God. Mm-hmm. But the community of women, I. I remember I walked out on Wednesday, the second Wednesday I was there. I walked out. Mm-hmm. In my head, I walked out. I quit. Mm-hmm. But I had a 21-day group, and that's a program that's so big now, that was texting us, when we going to be, where we meeting up. I'm not a quitter, though, but in my head, I quit that day. Let me have that day. Mm-hmm. That's all I needed. But I had these coaches, too, pushing us. You know, they saw me, I guess, probably how God saw me long ago before I even saw myself. Mm-hmm. So just, I'm just so thankful that. At 27 is when I started, that someone took me in. And whatever, I, like I said, I was I came in just breathe. I got to be breathe. Just breathe. Just breathe. That felt good. I had no other responsibility but to be breathe. And it was a community of people uplifting me, and I let them do it. Mm-hmm. I became blank. I said, whatever you think you know, whatever you thought you could do, just let it go. Mm. Let somebody uplift you. Like, let it go. Be radical and just commit to it. They got you. Mm. Women, I didn't even know cheered me on, text me, said you can do it, gave me clothes. <laughs> they made sure I was taken care of. I couldn't I couldn't afford to put clothes on my body. I was losing weight so quickly and I had to maintain my job. I lost 14 sizes. Mm. People don't talk about that part about it. And I wanted to look decent. People would give me bags of clothes just to put stuff on. It was like, hey, and so that was a big thing I remember. I had someone saying, I'm gonna make sure you are groomed and laced and and, and and you look like you have dignity mm. you know you can't afford to just buy clothes like that Mm-mm. you know Mm-mm. um and they did that i remember that the most mm. that yeah. community of women Ooh, it's about cool. lifting as we climb, that is actually the slogan for Confluence. It's about lifting as we climb to connect a community of women doing like-minded things. And because it, you can't do it alone. Like, after I start this journey now, okay, I got this menu now. Then now, what? And Man, talk about the power of having a community that surrounds you. Your community throughout your life, from your childhood to your adulthood, is an essential part of your everyday existence. No matter where you grew up, it is almost certain in some way, the community of friends and family around you have contributed positively to your former years. So thank you, Bree and Felicity, as well as Reggie, for sharing your story with us. Well, that's it for me this week. Thank you for tuning in to Confluence, the lifestyle, the radio show on Blessed Beats. Until we meet again, be blessed and a blessing to others. Smooches, Confluencers.